And now, and now, the best of Pete Price. The best of Pete Price on Radio City 96.7. We're really pleased now because we've got a young man who uh, is not at all like his character. And what a character. What a sleazebag. What an absolute... It was everything that you used to see in Spain before Franco died. He was everything that every woman would dread. The only thing he hasn't got is the white, the white tight jeans, but he's got the lot. Jay, what a character you play. You must be Thank in love you. with this guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's one of the best things to um, be able to play Matteo. It's... um. Well, it's not every day you get to play a character like that, do you? Mm. Sort of, you know, sleazy. He's naughty. He's bad. He's the bad guy without really being bad, in yeah, a way. Yeah, he's, in, he's innocent, isn't he, in a way? Absolutely. And I think that's why it works. Yeah. You know, I think Darren Litton, the writer, very specifically wrote him like that because you can, you know, you can go too much to the dark side and then it's, it's you don't warm to him, and I think the audience really warms to Matteo. He sort of he has a, a sort of lovable side to him, doesn't he? Jake, when you first got the script, did you have mm. any idea that this character was going to be so loved in the series? Did you feel it at all? Oh no, absolutely. I mean, I had no idea because, you know, as as most actors, I auditioned from one uh, one episode, and. Um, it all happened very, very quick that, you know, I was offered the job. I was filming something else at the time and I arrived two days late in Benidorm. So I'd only just about read the script and it was all so fast. So I couldn't really, I don't think any of us sort of thought anything like this was going to happen with the show. Although we knew the writing was brilliant, you know, I knew that the character was a brilliant character to write, but he was also quite small to start with. Mm. You know, it sort of developed over the years but he's the sort of character that I just love playing. But that's, know, what, that's what's interesting about a writer, Jake, and you as an actor, you see it. A writer sees something and sees the magic you bring to the part, so all of a sudden he thinks, wow, I could take this down another road. Oh, absolutely, and I think Darren's done an amazing job with it because he really, you know, being an actor himself, he has so much respect for the actors and the amount of work that each actor puts into you know, reading a script, thinking about the character and then putting all all they can into a character. And he has so much respect for it. And, and you know, he shows it to us as well by really writing for us. He writes for all of us. You know, he, it's amazing how sometimes you might, you might, we might be in series one or two in Benidorm and, and one of us would say something. And then three years later, he's just picked something up and incorporated it. Mm-hmm. So it, it becomes very close to you without it being you, really. I mean, he's just brilliant. He's such a brilliant writer. Who's Jay Carasso? Who are you? Tell us. Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, well, I'm the actor, obviously. I'm, I'm um, uh, Italian origin, born in Switzerland, um, brought up in Switzerland. My parents, though, immigrated from Italy in the... 61, maybe 62, to Switzerland because they came from the far south in Italy where there was no work and it was a very sort of, you know, peasant area of Italy. So they all emigrated and they landed in Switzerland with a lot of our relatives. So I was born there, really. That's where my roots are, Italy and Switzerland. Um, 
and I was brought up there. And as you probably know, a lot of people know that when I was a kid, I wanted to go to a stage school, but we didn't have them in Switzerland. The Swiss government's very, very unhelpful with, with the arts as such. They mm -hmm. sort of very much believe in academics and people should, you know, work in banks and all that as seems to be doing very well for Switzerland since I have all the banks. But um, I ended up going to a dance school as a kid just for fun and then ended up at a sort of ballet school, kind of musical dance school at the very young age. I was probably one of the only people in Switzerland who at the age of 15 managed to get a pri managed to get private sponsorship funding to do a, um, a dance school in Switzerland because you weren't really allowed. You had to do an apprenticeship before you were allowed to join the arts. And I very early, I, I went and worked in Italy in television. I lived in Paris for a few years. I worked at the opera in Paris. I worked with a lot of people in Paris. And then I sort of traveled um, when I was 18. I came to England. I went to New York. I lived in Holland. I lived in Spain. I just sort of tried the world a little bit and see where I wanted to settle down, which place was the one that sort of spoke to me most. And I ended up coming back to England all the time. So um, that's how I've... Um, come to be over here. Now you mentioned the word opera. Do you have you a trained voice? No, not singing opera. The 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 ballet opera. Oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, so you're a, a classically trained dancer? I was yeah, I was when I was um fifteen, I was a classically trained dancer. Wow. And I did, I, I did, I worked in a ballet companies and contemporary companies for two years, but I just, because it's all that we had in Switzerland. Switzerland has some of the most famous dance schools in the world. A lot of people from all over the world go and train there. But it all focuses on, on the classical training, which I didn't really want to do. And uh, hence I ended up in England. I actually got a scholarship at a place called London Studio Centre and trained there where we did, you know, all sorts. You know, you have tap, you have jazz, you have everything. And I stayed there for a year and then obviously expanded. And initially, the first years I was here, I worked, I think I did last Les Dawson show. Wow. I did Les Dennis shows. I did all the Royal Varieties before I ended up sort of working into the commercial world of, you know, all the pop groups and... So Danny Seventeen and Annie Lennox and all those bands. So this is where the, the body came from, the, through trained dancing? Um, <laughs> the body. Well, you have got <laughs> a body. It, 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 was, it is on your Twitter, the body. The body is on there, but when I saw um, the first episode of of this series, I thought they'd enhance something. Surely they've they <laughs> must have, they must have something that just doesn't look like the person that stands in front of the mirror when I wake up in the morning. Obviously, um, I don't know. You know, I think it's genetic. Let's be honest. You know, I do I do work out. You know, a lot of people do, but I think you know, I'm I'm. I'm it's genetic. I'm lucky, you know, my family are all very slim and quite healthy and fit, so it helps. How do people react in the street to the character? Well, it's it's different. It's, you know, people in London sort of don't really react very much, although, you know, people in London always like to be a little bit cooler. They like to think they're cooler, so they sort of notice you and don't really say very yeah. much. You you notice the minute there's a visitor from out of London, you know, on the tube, on the bus, or in the street, because they so straight away they'll they'll come and embrace you and and tell you how much they love the show and and all that. But it's mainly when I'm out of London that people really sort of react to me or the character, as you say. Um, they um they absolutely love the character because you know in one sentence people will go you're such a sleaze bag but I love you. 
there is something very lovable about you and I haven't a clue what it is and I've tried to work it out, but I was looking forward to you coming back on on camera. It, it, it's weird because you were everything. When I when, when I used to go to Spain, you were everything I used to hate about certain Spanish men. You'd see them. The grease was slipping down the side of their face. Their pants were dressed to the left and um, they were just vile. <laughs> Absolutely vile. Of course, and and you know any holiday maker, especially the guys, would you know you would you would react to it because the girls always fall for them, and you'd go like, "Are you blind? Are you that stupid?" <laughs> he does this every single week, and this is what Matteo does every single week. But I think what Darren did brilliantly, and I think that's the key to it, is that he he trips over himself constantly. You know, he's. He's a fool. He does stupid things. He gets things wrong. It's. I think the reason he's lovable really is in the writing. It's. It's. It's the sort of mistaken understanding of sentences of words that people say to him that sort of just makes you go, "Oh, poor sod." You know, there's there's not there's 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 more there's more sort of innocence in the writing than there is sleaze in the character. I think. Uh, Andrew Lancel's listening, who plays Frank in Coronation Street, and he's a pal of mine. He's doing a show for us when I, when yeah. I take off, and he went. I suppose you'll be asking him to do a show next after me, because <laughs> 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 I'm a terrible name dropper, Jake, and I'm going to hit you with one now. Of all the programs, I know Darren's listening, but of all the programs. I was flabbergasted when a friend of mine was portrayed as a swinger. How dare he portray Scylla as a swinger? I nearly died. Oh, how brilliant was that? <laughs> oh, it was outrageous. Very funny telly. Oh, and brilliant. And what a brilliant sport she is. Oh, yes, absolutely. Doing it. Yes. I mean, she, she's a huge fan of the show. She absolutely yeah. loves it. She had a brilliant time when she was out there. We were all a bit starstruck when she arrived. Well, it was incredible because Paula Grady said, that she said, oh, no, I don't want to do it. He went, you do it, you stupid guy. Do it, yeah. do it. He went off his head. He went, just, just do that's, it. That, that's exactly what um, what she told us as well. She was absolutely gorgeous, so mm. lovely. We had a really, she was only there for two days, really. Um, but we had a really nice dinner on the, the night before she left. And what a mm. lovely lady, Sheila Reed. What a fabulously oh, trained actress she is delightful isn't she with such a huge background and such a body of work as well mm. you know I also think somebody like Sheila Reed, people would have just I mean people know she's out there but they would have just really noticed her in Benidorm and, and you know she's she's got such a huge body of work mm. going back you know 50 years yeah. you know she's worked with Laurence Olivier and people like that who can you know say that these days. Mm. I'm thrilled in this series they've not put um, the chocolate brown, gravy browning on her. They've just left her as a natural colour because apparently that took about three hours to put on. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, they still tanned her up, but it's just a different one that they use now. They've advanced a little bit these days. Oh, I'm so thrilled we, about we that. All, yeah, we all got a good old spray this year. <laughs> Jake, is it as fun as it looks to make? Oh, it's, it's, it, it, it is all the fun that it looks. Everybody always says it looks like it's fun. I can tell by, you know, watching the characters in the show. And it really is. It's, you know, imagine, you know, people that love their family and can't wait to go back and spend Christmas with them. It's like that every year when we go back. We can't wait. We actually all phone each other and count down the days when we get there. And we arrive there and we all ring each other straight away and we all arrange to meet. It's, 
it's it's such a wonderful um team not just the actors you know the crew it's more or less the same crew that we've had over the last five years so we all know each other really well and it's it's just a brilliant environment to work in and and you know and it's it's somebody like Darren who's really created it it's kind of his ship in a way you know and you really see how they've sort of chosen well with the team actors and everyone really because we all get on so well I think it does show on screen Jay Canuso plays uh, Matu um, over in Benidorm um, uh, are you do you enjoy working over there because what people don't understand is they think you're partying but it, it is hard work isn't it it is yeah absolutely I mean we you know don't get me wrong we're very fortunate we're in a place that is hot it's warm sunshine there's beach there's pool I mean you know you do get a sense like you're constantly on holiday yet you know if we're up at five o'clock in the morning six o'clock we're in the makeup chair at six thirty, seven, eight o'clock or seven o'clock some days we're on set and at the beginning of of, when, of the filming it's still warm in the morning but you know come October November it's it's cold in the morning and we're on set at seven o'clock and it's it's very long hours we don't finish at seven o'clock at night you go home, you grab some food, you look at your lines for the next day. You know, you might get to sleep at midnight, you're up at five. And it's constant because we do we do 11 days every two weeks. So we do five days one week and six days the next week. It's, it's long hours, but we have the best time because we do go out as a group. We go out, we, we you know, we do touristy things. We, we go to the country for a day. We spend afternoons at the beach together playing games. We go to karaoke bars. We do everything you can do in Benidorm. Benidorm has so much to offer. It's not just, you know, the pubs and the bars and, and, and the sort of typical tourist things in Benidorm. It has a wonderful countryside. It's got beautiful sceneries. Yeah. It has something for everyone. So we, you know, for us, it's just like, you know, kids in the playground there. We just... We absolutely have a brilliant time. We have a brilliant time on set. I mean, you know, you you, you see the script, you see the comedy. We laugh all the time. Yeah. You know, we, we you know sometimes it takes us half an hour to get two lines out properly because we can't stop laughing. And we've got a serious group of people who are specialists at making us laugh. Steve Pemberton being one. Janine Davitsky, she corpses all the time. Siobhan Finneran. Just, it's important, uh, yeah. isn't it, to laugh when you work? And I think in anything you do, not just us in a comedy or in acting, I think if you enjoy what you do, the the, the result is brilliant in anything. Yeah. Uh, you just got some lovely people surrounding you there. Tell me, how do you cope with the fact that women want your body? I mean, how do you fight them off? Because there are a certain type of women that will throw themselves at you, and I'm sure in real life it happens as well. Well, you know, you... you People always ask this question. You, very, you differentiate completely because that, it's almost that's a different person. That has to do with the persona who's, you know, on television, the character. It's, it's Matteo that they sort of lust over, you know. And most people, to me, they're very disappointed when they hear me speak with them. Oh, I'm, I'm not having that. <laughs> I, I kid you not. People go, I wish you hadn't opened your gob. <laughs> that's what they say to me but you know of course they do it's Benidorm it's two o'clock in the morning they've all had a lot to drink they all want to have a little growth and all that but you know we all like a bit of attention don't we 
Well, I, I, I think I, I think you're doing an incredible job and, and you've got some lovely people working with you. I know most Thank of the you. cast, they're just delightful. And I'm so pleased you've joined us and I'm so pleased it's back on stage, uh, staging on television because it's, it, it opens the summer for us all. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, it is wonderful to sort of have that this time of the year because it just sort of goes... I think most people look at it and they love it because they think, oh, yes, I'm getting ready for the summer holidays. You start planning it, don't you? Yeah. Could we have a little bit of the voice before you go, please? You want, to, you want me to speak like Matteo? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> How are you? You look very hot. <laughs> Even though I cannot see it because you're at the other side of the radio station or telephone, but you're very hot. Uh, it's just, it is just, <laughs> it, it is just, it's, it's, it's just, what can you say? It's no, just I'm glad you love it. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you enjoy it. I, I, I just think it's great. I think everybody, and you've got some really, really, really classy actors and actresses in it who've got oh, a big, big people in the industry. Absolutely. And, you know, I haven't been acting for so long. So for me, I'm, I'm just blessed with their skills because I, I just learn every day on set with them. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, they're such talented people. And, you know, we have the new guests this year. You know Sherry Hewson, who's just fantastic. You know we've we've had some legends on there. You got Matthew Kelly coming in. Yeah, he'll be in this episode this week. What a lovely guy! What a lovely guy! Such such a great sport and good fun. I mean, he was just loving it out there. I don't know how you all cope with Sue Pollard. <laughs> I didn't meet Sue Pollard. Oh right. I did not meet Sue Pollard. Oh. I was. Gutted. I wasn't. I wasn't um, filming the day she was filming because our storyline didn't cross over at all. But um, I didn't meet her. But um, she's mad. She's a hoot. And of course, she, you had uh, Neil out there, <clears throat> Neil Fitzmaurice, yeah, another absolutely. fine actor. Yeah, he did them um, quite a few episodes with us. They're all great. You know, I tell you what it is about all our guest actors. They. They all want to be in it. They all love the show. They yeah. want to be in it because they love the show. Yeah. And when they come out there, they're so excited to be there. And, and we're, you know, we're a family there. We embrace them and they embrace us straight away. I guarantee you that whoever arrives on that set within 24 hours, they're on a stage singing karaoke with us. I can imagine. I can imagine. And one more name I've got to hit you with is because yeah. I love her. She directed me in pantomime twice and I love the woman to death. And I love it when somebody gets... Uh, later on in life, that break, Elsie Kelly. Oh, isn't she just a gem? <laughs> just. Oh. Do you know how many people I meet and tell me that they've either been directed by Elsie Kelly or taught by Elsie Kelly? Mm -hmm. Everyone in this country is somehow connected to Elsie Kelly. She is just mm. gorgeous. I mean, she is, uh, you know, you know her. She She's just the loveliest woman and she's so placid and... You know, we're naughty on that set. We're rude. We, you know, we have our innuendos. We, you know, we joke. And she is up for every single one of those jokes. Yep, she, she always just, was. Always yeah, was and always will do. Goes with it and she gets you every time. Absolute, absolute treasure. Well, it's time to say goodnight. We've kept you an awful long time. Would you like to pass a message on who's listening right now to Darren? Because he's listening right now. Darren, keep writing the show. You are the best writer. You know that. 
Um, keep writing. Everybody loves it. Jake, so let's do some more. Jake Canis, you tremendous fan. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Pete. Have bye a good bye. night. Bye bye. Good night, y'all. Bye. The best of Pete Price on Radio City 96.7.